Hello there, and welcome to the Ask Time Film Quad Pod Codcast. It's a Codcast now, where we talk it's about Codcast. fish. We're talking yeah. about cod specifically, um, where we talk about film, TV, games, and all that jazz like this. No tomorrow. My name yes. is Tom, and as always, I'm joined with my co-host John on Skype. Yes. I feel like I feel like I should be saying that it is on Skype still because we're still <laughs> in Skype. lockdown. Believe it better. We're not sponsored, by the way, but um, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're not going to talk about cod. Not the fish or the game or anything, but today we're gonna discuss uh, a lot of things that happened this Ooh. very week. There's a whole lot to discuss. So this week we're gonna talk about the upcoming Marvel projects. So if you're a longtime viewer of the of the podcast, you will know that we did um, the Disney Investor Day uh, back ah, when yes. that happened, and we got a little bit tired. So we ne- we didn't cover the Marvel stuff, but we thought you know One Division's out, so it's a perfect time to talk about. All the stuff that's coming. And boy, oh boy, is there a lot to talk about. Yes. And in the news, there's so much to talk about. Um, yeah. So, uh, but, you know, before we get started, how are you? Are you doing well this week? Um, yeah, just uh, just chilling, really, because um, I feel like that I need to relax more. Just, you know, like there's a lot more things that are happening around this time. But, yeah, um, what about you, man? Yeah, I, I yeah same. Uh, you know, doing college work and all that stuff. It's yeah, I did yeah. college work as well. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> just like yeah, just yeah. trying to get make sure it's on time and yeah, just doing more crazy stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're um. If those of you who don't know, John is working on a short film, aren't you, John? Yes, I am. Oh, mm. it's so exciting. Yes, you'll, you'll hear about it soon. Yeah. Um, Speaking yeah. of, I just thought, I, I just thought I'd plug. Um, uh, you're familiar with the uh, the Brown Table, right? The video essay. Yeah, YouTuber. of course. Of course. Um, he has actually released the trailer for an anime that he's making called Interstellar Ranger Commence. And I'm going to link it in the description. And I just don't want to say, if anyone hasn't watched this trailer or isn't f- unfamiliar with Brown Table's work, like we've, you know, we've promoted stuff like yeah. the Dive Would Be Kid essays in the past. This trailer for this show that he's making looks insane. It looks so good. Like, I, I've, I've never really been, like, an anime fan myself. Like, obviously, there are quite a few films that I, you know, of, yeah. of that style that I really like, but I've never really got into it. But this looks great. So I just thought, anyone hasn't seen the trailer, it's uh, Interstellar Ranger Commence. Link in the description. We'll probably Ooh. tweet about it as well. It's incredible. Yeah. Very uh, like, speak of the anime, like, there's, um, anime shows that are, like, like, super ridiculous, but, like, I'm more, like, into, like, uh, ones that are more realistically, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but not too, like, something that's very like, ah, yeah, so I know the ways that I did more, I was more four parallel universes ahead of you, and <laughs> I think you would run, uh, punch, yeah. But, right, uh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I, um, so obviously I've watched, like, quite a few fil- uh, films. The only TV show, only anime TV show I've watched is actually from the 80s, and it's called Battle of the Planets, and literally nobody, oh, yeah. nobody who I've ever right, yeah, I've spoken to you about this, and no one yeah, who I've ever spoken crazy. to, like who like likes an- anime, has ever heard of it. And I just want to say, I have such fond memories of that show. It's great. Um, yeah, and I'm just watching the TV show called Neon Genesis Evangelion. Yes. There's like other things that are connected with that show. Like, uh, so there's the TV show, which is one season long. And then there's a movie, and there's another movie. So, yeah, it's like a crazy thing, but 
I'm excited to watch it in, uh, yeah, um, yeah, anime, uh, if you have any anime shows that are really good, just think in the, uh, no, no, not in the description, no, 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 <laughs> God, control us, uh, just in the comments, yeah, or email. Yeah, throw us some suggestions, I, I'd be really interested to see, um, I'm going to start off our news today with some lovely casting news, John. Oh, uh, yes. I know you love it. Um, casting news, oh my So we God. have Mr. Ethan Hawke has seemingly been cast as the villain in Marvel Studios' Moon Knight. So uh, quite, actually quite um, appropriate that we're, that, you know, we're, we're mentioning this. Yeah, and Oscar this. Isaac uh, yeah, is so, 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 so already we know that Oscar Isaac will be in yeah. this. Um, uh, it, it, actually, the name Moon Knight just, just brings about that, that song in uh, that Wicked Moor, you know, like, yeah, like, <laughs> goodbye, goodbye Moon Man. Yeah, like, <laughs> goodbye Moon Man. And Definitely. it's just like, Goodbye, Moon Knight. The world can be one together. Oh, Cosmos without hatred. Yeah, I love that song. <laughs> yeah, That's, I can't, um, can't hear it now. The, like, the, the goodbye, guy, Moon Knight. Yeah. The, the guy who plays the... I can't remember what he's called, but like the... You know, the Unattainable Mass... Yeah, and um, that's actually Jermaine Clement who um, wrote and directed "What We Do in the Shadows" and all the music for oh. all the music for the Muppet, um, the new Muppets films. Uh, he's part of a comedy uh, tr- a, a duo called Flight of the Concords, and he worked on "What We Do in the Shadows," the TV show, and the film with Taika Waititi. And he's in the film playing Vladislav. So um, yeah, fun facts all around. Yeah. So yeah, um, Ethan Hawke as that's villain. Actually, that's quite interesting, you know, like, like half of how like you can like um, see directors in other TV shows or. Oh like, yeah, definitely, it's mad. Yeah, Have it's you seen fun. the What We Do in the Shadows TV show? Sorry. Have you seen the What We Do in the Shadows TV show? Uh, no, uh well, I've seen. No, actually, I have. I haven't. Yeah, huh, well, strange. I, I'd recommend it. I think it, I think it's quite a good uh, kind of like progression of the original. Obviously, it's not the same. It's not the same cast, and I think the film is infinitely better. It's it's one of my favorite films of all time, and it's Taika Waititi's masterpiece. Um, but I definitely think the show's worth watching. I think it's on BBC iPlayer. So anyone in the UK, that's where you can get it. And I'm sure yeah, it's, I'm sure it's available wait, in places. Is it snowing? Is it no? It is snowing. I think that's rain. No, it, it, it's snowing. Wow. What a time to be alive. It's definitely, it's been snowing in the strangest places today. The yeah. time, should I say. Um, that is mad. So yeah, um, our next piece of news is something that, oh, I'm so excited about. So, Mr. Zack Snyder confirmed ah. the Snyder Cut will no longer be for one-hour episodes. It's going to be released as a full four-hour film. Yeah, I'm so happy about this. Literally, like this means that that all my dreams can come true. When it comes out, I am setting up the projector. I'm going to watch Man of Steel, Batman v Superman Extended Edition, and the Snyder Cut all in one go. I'm so extremely excited. It's going to be great. Ah, yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited as well. Like, it's coming out in March. Like, it's nearly two months away. It like, really is. I'm expecting uh, um, a trailer or something soon, like some sort of confirmation. That's what yeah. I'm expecting. Like, we can we know how to get it now in the UK as well. Um, it's listed on Google Play. Um, Unless uh, there's, like, a like a miracle that <laughs> HBO goes, Oh, 
I forgot about UK. You, you can you can have it like at the start of March. We go, what the- <laughs> well, yeah. they um, it, it's either that they'll put it on like Netflix or something, or because as of right now it is on Google Play, uh, and so I'll I'll buy it. I, I honestly don't care. Like yeah, I don't even, care. Even if, if it's, it's a four hour movie, if it's I'm four, gonna like, pay it because I've definitely. been waiting for this for three years. Oh my god, it's, exactly. It's, it's snowing. Oh my god. Anyway, um, wow. It really is snowing. It's magic. What did I tell you, you blind fool? Happy Christmas. <laughs> ah, wait, what? Ah, <laughs> oh, man. Oh, uh. so that's brilliant. Um, on more casting news, uh, which I know that, you know, as always, you're happy about, uh, it seems like Matt Damon has also has been cast in Spider-Man 3 in some sort of unknown role. Uh, Matt Damon has already been in the MCU. Uh, he played Loki in the, um, like, wait, the Loki wait, play. In I Rizal. thought... Um, Matt Damon was going to be in the new Thor and Thunder film. Because that makes sense, doesn't it? Well, I mean, if he was playing the same character, but it seems like he's going to be in Spider-Man 3. I don't remember that he was in Spider-Man 3. Yeah, I don't remember that he was going to be rumoured in Spider-Man 3. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's the news, apparently, uh, in some sort of unknown role. So he could be playing a villain. If they're going to do the Sinister Six, he might be taking in one of those roles. Who knows? Not me. Um, but yeah, cool, I guess. I think it's it, it's a bit weird when they, like... Cast, I think it's a bit weird when they cast actors in two roles. It kind of feels, like, a bit, like... A bit odd. Like, they did it with Aquaman and Shazam. They um, cast the same guy as, like, the Fisherman King and then the Wizard. And I just kind of thought that was a bit odd. But... Wait. That's cool. Oh, yeah, that is weird. Um, yeah, I can't remember his name. But he's also in Guardians of the Galaxy and Captain Marvel. Um, ah, yes, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, yes. uh, I'm not going to try and pronounce his name, but him. Um, in other news, we're going to get, according to the Hollywood Reporter, Warner Brothers ah, in yes, 2023 is going to be giving us a Willy Wonka prequel from the director of Paddington, Paul King, and they are apparently eyeing either Tom Holland or Timothy Chalamet to play Willy Wonka. What do you think? What the heck? <laughs> um, well, it, it's going to be a prequel, okay? So, yes. the guy who created Paddington, uh, well, uh, directed Paddington, mm-hmm. um, and, yeah, so he's making something that um, no one has thought about, but, like, we know, like, the backstory of Willy Wonka in the Jack... No, 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 sorry, Johnny Depp film. The Jack Sparrow one. Yeah, of course, I'm about to about Jack Sparrow. Anyway, um, yeah. Yeah, um, I love that film. But it would be interesting to see more of the backstory, or what if, like, there was something, I, I don't know, so. like, how he became the the guy who was the own, owner of this chocolate factory, or... I wonder this. if it would be, like, a political thriller where Willy Wonka will be going to board meetings, like, guys, I've got a really good idea, we're going to have a chocolate factory, wait for it, and there's going to be a chocolate river, and everyone's like, this guy is crazy, get him out of the office. But, Security. But we're going to add a room where we can put people in TV. Yeah, or, 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 yeah. No, um, I think that this is so weird, like, who actually, like, I, I've read the book. I've seen the stage play. Um, I've seen the original film, which I'm not a giant oh, yeah, fan of. I remember you saw the stage yeah, play. Yeah, right? I thought it was great. Um, and and then, obviously, the, the Tim Burton one. And I love the Tim Burton one. 
Um, yeah, the Tim Burton was like, wait, um, the one, yeah, the one, it's just called Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. No, is no, it? No, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory is the original one. Yeah, yeah, I remember, because I loved that, because it was, it was more music. music yeah, yeah, right, yeah, they had a lot, so much more yeah. music. I always then, got scared of that film. So I always kind yeah, of steer, steer like, clear of it. Like there, oh, there was like some weirdest thing that happened in the film, like uh, like when Charlie and his grandpa, like granddad, I don't know, like they were drinking this bottle and then they just got them floating into this air suction something and it was like spinning, spinning, spinning. And I was like, what the heck? They, they, they can't kill these characters. They, they <laughs> I, just, I just remember when um, Augustus Gloop was like drowning in the lake. That was terrifying, man. <laughs> oh, you know, imagine like the morgue, like, uh, like actually, what if like August Bloom was like actually dead? <laughs> they just go to the morgue. Yeah, I'm sure Willy Wonka. <laughs> like, oh, I bet Willy oh. Wonka has like loads of lawsuits. You know? Oh my god! Like, yeah. like he like made like this little. He made Mike TV tiny. He made Violet Beauregard like blue. Like, he flushed a wealthy businessman, like, down the garbage and covered a fat German kid in chocolate. Like, he's he's gotta, he's gotta, like, face the authorities at some point. But yeah, yeah. Who knows? A Willy Wonka <laughs> prequel, I guess so. Yeah. Why like, uh, But yeah, I, I think it's gonna be more adventurous, I believe, because I it's so. a prequel. Yeah. But maybe not! I don't know, we all just discuss... Well, maybe we'll see um, Wonka's dad. Maybe like Ooh. going. Well, I liked oh. I like I liked Christopher Lee in the role. Um, yeah, that, you know, like the, the backstory of like Wonka, like uh, like in the backstory that was freaky to me. I was like, what it the was, heck? It was pretty weird. Like you yeah. know, like when he eats the chocolate for the first time, and then like the the cameras all like going like distorted. Yeah, that's that's what his mouth. Right. Yeah. Well, the, the thing yeah. the thing is for me for this prequel is they're gonna cast a young hot actor, seemingly <laughs> Tom Holland or Timothy Chalamet as Wonka. That doesn't that doesn't feel like Wonka to me. Like I don't want to have yeah. people thirsting yeah, over Willy I Wonka. Feel like that's Wonka, but I feel like like an older, maybe younger looking male. Well, actor. I just I just think I if know. they're gonna cast, you know, like I hope that they go like wacky with it like give him like the curly hair or like you know like a giant top hat with like a cane yeah. like I, I i can't imagine tom holland or um to me chimelay doing no, those yeah. me neither yeah. um but yeah, at least it, it's have... a bit weird uh, to be honest like they're more into um serious kind of films you know what i mean like yeah. more in a little bit of comedy definitely um well i but... have i have faith in the director because yeah i, I love paddington it's one of my favorite films oh, of all time. It's, it's, it's a banger. Like, it's immaculate. It's it, it's it's a wonderful film. Um, I, I don't, I'm not as big a fan of Paddington Two, but the first one, ooh, what a what a film. Oh, what a what, what a, a film. What a journey. Like a perfect Christmas film, I would say. Some people would argue it's not a Christmas film. I say, screw you, Christmas film, totally. It's a Christmas film. It's definitely a Christmas film. Are you kidding me? Yeah, Die Hard is a Christmas film. Die Hard is also a Christmas film. Let's go. Whilst we're yeah, at it, I was walking around H and B. If you don't know H and B, it's 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 the best shop of all time. It's, a, it's, uh, it's crazy. You uh, and then I, there was like a, a selection of like Christmas films, films, and then Die Hard was there. Yes, Thank yes. God. 
yeah, that was it. Yeah, that was there, a there are loads of films that, you know, Iron Man 3, Batman Returns, both technically Christmas films. Mm. Yes. Anywho, um, we have a whole bunch of delays now to talk about. Okay, no! so... Morbius has been pushed to January next year from about March this year. So, oh no, I guess. Um, Uncharted has been pushed to February next year. Ghostbusters... Just, just, just say them now. Just say, say them now. We, we don't want to discuss, like, every time we delay... We, like, oh, we yeah. talk about. Um, There's so many delays. We'll just list them and then move on. Ghostbusters Afterlife has been pushed to November 2021. No Time to Die Again has been pushed to October 2021. <laughs> a Quiet Place Part 2 has been pushed to September 2021. And <laughs> okay. the okay. biggest defeat for me, Last Night in Soho has been pushed to October 2021. Yeah, exactly. God what damn the it. heck, Covid? We want to see this film. Literally. It, it, it's Edgar Wright. I love it's Edgar the Wright. first horror film. I'm just going to rewatch Spaced on a loop until it comes out. Actually, that's not too bad. <laughs> See, I'm a genius. Um, yeah, but yeah, uh, brain I, I, I'm not bothered about half of these, but I am, I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm quite bummed about No Time to Die and Last Night in Soho. Because I've been waiting so long to see these films, mm-hmm. and now we're going to have to like wait even longer. And it just feels like, can we just release them on Netflix or something? You know, give them to Amazon yeah. Prime, give them, do what Wonder Woman did. Yeah, I'll... right. So here's the thing I'm going to do over lockdown, this lockdown, this very lockdown. This very I'm one. I'm going to try, me and my dad, we are uh, going to try and make, like, the garage, like, we're going to make it a lot more better. And we're going to turn that into a projector room. Like, nice. we're going to turn that into, like, a cinema room. Like, nice. we're going to get chairs, we're going to do this. And, uh, oh, it's going to be... It's going to be great, like, because we're going to get that old cinema feel. I don't know. Like, mm, yeah. Well, that's that's how you, like, obviously, I've said many times, I've got a projector, and that is how you watch some of these films. Like, th- there's no better way to watch it. You know, like, th- there have been times when, like, so, for example, 1917 is on Prime, and my girlfriend said uh, to me, like, she watched... It's nine- the prime of, like, cinema. Like, of how they use the sound... The, the cinematography, the acting, and right, exactly. everything that you see on the crystal clear screen. Like, everything that you see is just, like, a, like, uh, like something that you... It's something that's in, in your brain, something that, that sticks forever. Like, you want to see that, that film, that imprints, like, something that goes into your brain, like La La Land, Wally. All those films that... It's like... Want- it's like that, and if, if you saw our 2020 ranking, uh, 1917 is definitely the best film of last year for us. Yeah. And it's on Amazon Prime, right? And, yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, my girlfriend said to me, should we watch it? And I said, no, 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 no. I can't, in good conscience, show you this film not on the big screen. Like, it has to be. Like, there are just some films that, if you don't watch them on the big screen, it's a disservice. Obviously, yes. you can't watch everything on the big screen, you know, like, there are so many films that, like, I've seen, like, on the TV, like, I watched, um, we might talk about this in the weekly viewing segment, but I watched Get Out for the first time this week, um, and yes, I, lo- and you I watched lo- it, what do you see? uh, uh it, oh, you will talk about this on the weekly viewing game, we'll talk about that, anyway, quick, uh, quick, quick thoughts, I loved it, but, like, that's the kind of film that would have been, like, so cool to watch in the cinema, or, like, on the big yeah, screen. Yeah, obviously, like, um, that would be, like, something to call, like, Blade Runner 2049, that's the film that I want to watch on yes, the big screen. Yes, definitely. But, like, 
like the music, like you want to be sucked into it, like so I not had, you. Um, this week I had a, a, an interview for university, right? And in it, <laughs> I just spoke to the guy. Um, we just spent the whole time talking about cinema and about Star Wars and about stuff like Blade Runner, and we were talking about like the cinema experience. And can I just say, greatest interview I've ever had. It was awesome. With with, with the with who? With Manchester Uni. Oh wow. It was great, yeah, and and we just spoke about cinema, and like, he was like, so, what are your opinions on The Last Jedi? And I was like, well, let me tell you, it was great. <laughs> well, it, let me tell you, it buddy. Was, it was uh, great, yeah. yeah. And this week, Empires, um, this month's Empire yes. just came out, and I read it, like, from top to bottom, because I was just like, this is the cinema that I wanted to go, like. Definitely. The- like, you want to go to the cinema where there's people who want to have the same reaction as you, like, something that gives you an edge or something that gives you, like, yeah, joy. Yeah, it's really this. nice. This this latest Empire, Empire issue is headed by Edgar Wright and, and loads of different actors and directors talk about, like, some of their favourite, like, cinema moments. And mm. some of those moments really are, like, you remember, like, some of those, like, times, like, um, Chris Evans, for example, talks about Endgame and, like... Which I agree. This this like one of the best like cinema moments. Like definitely, it, it's a very overrated film. But this is the definitely. film that like uh, was like um, a film that you needed to see on the big screen with, with an audience. I like, I totally agree. I think you know I have so many issues of Endgame, but like I lost my, my collective shit snowing. when is it is it properly snowing? Yeah. Oh my god, it really is. Um, I lost my, like, collective shit when, like, all the stuff in Endgame happened. It was mad. Yeah, like, when Thor, um, no, not Thor, sorry, Captain America. <laughs> when Thor caught the hammer and it was like, okay, well done, you've done that a million times, yeah. let's move on. And, and then I heard the audience, like, just talking, like, what the fuck? And they're just like, I was, like what the heck is going on? I was like, I was going like, oh my god, oh my god. And my dad had to say to me, Tom calm down, you are freaking the guy out next to me. And I looked at the guy next to me and he was literally, like, leaning away from me. Like, this guy is gonna actually hurt someone if he gets more excited. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like you want to kill somebody. Oh my god, it is. The snow's sticking. Oh my god, the snow's sticking. Oh yes. Anyway. Um, um, well, that actually, that's actually a pretty good segment into our next uh, part. Let's talk about Division episode 3. Um, yes. Uh, we'll start this- off We'll this, start off this, simple. What this, do you think? This week's been a weird one. It was definitely. Yeah, uh, because it gave me like Watchmen vibes. Like when we were just like discussing about uh, like what's going to happen in the next episode. Like we watched yeah. it just before we went to see the Rise of Skywalker. We don't know why we watched it the second time, but um. <laughs> oh God! Sorry, everyone. Oh God. We thought it was really good, but then... I used to love Rise of Skywalker, man. What happened? Like, we gave it a 9 out of 10. I gave it a 9.5 out of 10. That's even oh, worse. Oh, dang it, Tom! Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm going to rewatch okay. it. I'm going to rewatch it soon. I promise. It's been over a year. I need to give it another shot. Right, okay. Uh, because you got... Uh, you're in lockdown, and you... <clears throat> Yeah, oh, oh man. Anyway, um, wow, the snow is getting heavy. Um, so I want to go outside because I want to do like that that shot from Blade Runner, you know, like when Office K, Office K was like sitting on the stairs, just like that looking is, up. That is genuinely some some hefty snow. 
be, be murder to drive in. Anyway, um, go on, One Division. Uh, One Division. Yeah, this this week's been a weird one. Like, mm. there's a lot of questions to be asked. Definitely. Like, yeah, it's because, uh, like Wanda just this is definitely Wanda's doing. Obviously, because oh yeah, I have like, no, I have no doubt about that. No doubt. And then uh, okay, so let's get from the uh, let's go from the start. So at the start, we got um, the eighties, no, or seventies, seventies tune going. Wonder Vision, yeah, we do do do. There's nothing freaky in the neighborhood. Do do do. Yeah, I'm liking the opening um, titles, and I have oh to my say god, that. it is hefty snow. Oh my god. My god. Jesus. I have to say, as much as I like the opening, the opening Marvel logo, you know, like the, like, like, that should also be, like, 50s, 60s, 70s style. Like, that would be. Think of that. Exactly. Like, oh yeah, sure, they make it black and white, but, like, it would be so good if it was, like,. Let's say they replace all the images with like old the actual like classic comic book characters. So it's like it's the Captain America. In the from golden the era. Yeah, like the golden era. Yeah, exactly. Totally. Like that would be mad. I think that would be so much fun. But I don't know why they're doing that. I guess they want to keep brand recognition. But mm. well, I, yeah, I just because it's like they did the Stan Lee one and they did, and they did the Chadwick Boseman one, which are both like pretty emotional. Oh, but, oh, ta- oh let me tell you, I we watched Black Panther and yes, uh, oh man, I, I remember. I forgot was... how good it was. Like, oh, it's a it's a great film. It is a great film, like one of the best Marvel films. Like, it's super underrated. But I thought before I was like, oh yeah, that's, that's that that's that's good. But then when I rewatched it, I was like, damn, that is that is quite. A really, really good film to watch. Definitely. Like, if you want to remember Chadwick Boseman, and, and, and yeah, yeah. It, it, it's emotional. Yeah. I, I went, um, you know, at the beginning when he has his first like fight with um, uh, with with Mbaku, yeah, and then I like, need to up. and, I and need then to up. When, when his mom is like, show them who you are, and he beats him, and then they all chant his name. I lost ah, it. That yeah, was that was no. insane. Uh, like, I got so choked up. Like. It's so unfair. Have you seen Ma Rainey's Black Bottom? Uh, not yet. I'm that excited to watch that. Is like it's on Netflix. Give it a watch because it. Oh, that is probably his best performance that I have seen. Really? Um, oh, yeah. Dang. It, it, it's 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 horrible. Life is so cruel sometimes, man. But that guy, he he lives with that uh, that terrible disease. That he's got cancer and just lived it through. Yeah, it was it. And he he is the fact like, the, the fact that he managed to do so much while battling cancer is incredible. So like he he's just like a true hero. He like, really is. He really is. And I, I I hope to all hopes that they do Black Panther two right. Um, yeah, I hope know, like they don't do anything that is too weird and no, um, like give I mean, it a profit send off. Like I I think after after what happened. I don't really think. I just. I, I'm having trouble accepting a Black Panther two without him. But yeah. I at least hope that they do it right. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, so yeah I, actually, I just, just want to get a Black Panther graphic novel. Just uh, you oh, know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, there's not many I've heard of, but I'll 
weed one that is like quite good. Yeah, definitely. Know? I'm sure there'll be some out there. Um, so in terms of one division, I have to say, uh, we should. Oh yeah. So let's, for the beginning. Well, well, let's 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 just give our overall thoughts. Oh, I'm sorry. We, I'm sorry. Got, okay, got, I'll got, talk to that stuff. Okay. No, it's yeah. just alright. But we've got loads of stuff to get through. So like, let's just kind of like. Let's kind of just give our like our thoughts on it. I I, I just want to say this is my favorite episode yet. Uh, I think actually, yeah, it, it yeah. is like um like out of um, like Marvel, like somewhere out there, like it is totally different from Marvel. Definitely. Like you know, like that that kind of weird thing. Like you don't see like uh, there is no villain, but the villain of the story is Wanda. Like yeah, you don't definitely. see that rarely in the MCU. Yeah, that's really like, cool. I, I thought I obviously said last last episode of the pod that you know, like I thought the first two episodes were fine, they were fun. I didn't really feel like they did anything for me. But this episode, I think that like the most of it was the same kind of fun. Like I thought it was, you know, it was fine. But there was a point that I thought it really changed, like, it felt, oh, it, it felt yeah, like... Oh, yeah, there was a last, point that changed everything, like, yeah. Like, with, the, with the, the sword stuff, and, like, that felt like it would have lasting consequences. And the thing that made me so happy was they mentioned Quicksilver, they mentioned Pietro Maximoff for the first uh, time since 2015. He has not been mentioned in the MCU once since... And please, someone correct me if I'm wrong, but I do not remember him ever being mentioned since Age of Ultron. Yeah, yeah you're correct, man. And no I just want to say I am so ever happy. Quicksilver in any shape or form, right? And I just want like... I just want to say that, that I'm so happy that that she showed some remorse about him, and and then they mentioned Ultron, and that kind of like broke the veil of this seventies yeah, TV show. We were like, I thought we were just like, just what the heck? What I thought the, that was. Oh, I thought it was. Yeah, Geraldine, I thought it was what, what, what are you doing there, Geraldine? Yeah. You don't want to uh, make. So an angry uh, exactly. Like, I, I thought that was like insane, and, and from there, I thought that that was definitely far and away my favorite part of the episode. Yes. So, okay. So the story. Well, 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 I'll give my thoughts now. So, like, it is like um, a very, very different. Like, what, like one of the best episodes right now, and um, and uh, and like, it is a show that. You wanna like? Oh, it looks a bit goofy. Yeah, yeah, it looks very, very goofy and very sitcommy. But if you wanna like see like the weirdness and everything, that that is like like the content like you wanna look for, like something that you wanna see what's out the ordinary, and you wanna give like questions of what the heck is going on. Like, Wanda doesn't know what's going on either, but Vision doesn't get doesn't get it as well. So. And the weird thing is that, um, is that we don't know if this, well, we don't know if it's, like, a reality or if there's, like, some, um, like, some dream, maybe, I don't know where. I kind of get the feeling that from the ending, that this is some sort of, um, like, thing that, that S.W.O.R.D., um, the organisation, are exploiting. Um, I feel like Wanda's creating this and S.W.O.R.D. are kind of thinking, okay, we can do something with this. Yeah, and that's kind of where my my mind is kind of viewing it. Mm. Uh, so, and then another thing is like, um, is that um, it like goes through like that. You know what? This is what I love about the like the idea of like the sitcom. Like, oh, the family has problems. What they're going to do, or whether there's going to be like a stranger that comes around and everything. But it's like different because they they have powers like. Vision can fly, like can do all sorts of things. Uh, Skarovich is like, um, like a, a powerful, um, um, 
Sorcerer. Yeah, and, Sorcerer. And she, um, she could do anything. Like, she could turn something from reality or something into fiction. I don't know. So, uh, but then these are, like, real, like, like, life problems of having powers or something. Um, so that, that's why, that's why, why it's more comfortable of doing a sitcom, like having that, that bright future, like, oh yes, everything's great and dandy. No, no, uh, darkness here. <laughs> Wonder what you're doing. Um, so, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I think I, I'm, I'm definitely, this makes me more intrigued about the next episodes. Mm. Like last week I was definitely like, Oh, I'm not really that bothered about what happens next, but now I'm a little bit more intrigued. I'm glad that they gave us the first two episodes, which I don't really think, I think that if I'd have watched them over the course of two weeks, I'd be a bit like, what, what are you playing at Marvel? This is so bog-standardly boring. Um, uh, but but I, I'm glad they did two episodes, because I think they wanted to give us a taste of what's right, going exactly. on. I think, I think episode three in the second week is, is a perfect way to do it. Um, yeah, this is a very strong start. To... I agree, I agree. Yeah. And, I, and as I said last week, you know, I didn't think it was that good, but I hope that I would eat my words. And I'm already eating my words. And as I said, you know, I, I, as I said, I, I really hope that it keeps on getting better and that I'm wrong. And it seems like I was wrong. And to me, that is great. That's a good thing. Yeah. So let's get into the episode. Let's so, talk about our upcoming Marvel projects. So we'll talk about everything from 2022, because, you know, we already know about, you know, stuff about 2021 is already pretty much um uh said and done i guess um so uh we will start with uh, doctor strange 2 okay um so what we know about this film from um disney investor day is that this will be coming uh, march 2022 obviously directed by sam raimi um, that baby. um yeah, rachel sorry. mcadams is coming back as uh, christina palmer as well as uh, benedict cumberbatch uh, uh, Elizabeth Olsen will be in it as um, as Wanda, so it will tie to WandaVision and Spider-Man Three. So I guess that it will. Th- uh, this this might seemingly confirm that um, uh, Spider-Man Three will be tackling the multiverse. Uh, what do you think? Uh, well, this is quite quite interesting to see, but like uh, WandaVision of like being the epicenter of like um, of the birth of the new uh, like Phase Four, yes. the multiverse. Um, that that is a quite a strong start because uh, it's more, it's so different. Mm-hmm. But like um, they do, I I wish that Marvel do something else, like having something that is like so mind blowing or something that raises questions about uh, something or this. Um, so, uh, but like okay, so Doctor Strange. Uh, so let's go back to twenty sixteen. Twenty sixteen. That was a long time ago. That was like. Almost five years ago, yeah, seen. it really was. Um, yeah, I when I saw that, I generally enjoyed it. But then when I looked back, and it, it was like a copy of I Am. Uh, yeah, like, Doctor, Doctor Strange is good. Yeah. I just think it's a little bit derivative of other things before it. Um, yeah, yeah, uh, like the same kind of um, the same kind of like uh, that sense type of sense of carrots that uh, Tony Stark has, like that type of. Um, arrogant or smart being smart that oh <laughs> um what, what what you do i'm a billionaire philanthropist uh playboy um i, I don't know what's the other one yes um billionaire billionaire genius playboy philanthropist 
Is that it? Oh. That's what Tony Stark says in Avengers. Yeah, I I I, I love that scene. I love yeah. that scene. That was, uh, yeah, I, that was good. Yeah, I, I, Avengers Assemble is still one of my favorite MCU films. But yeah, yeah I, I'm it, happy that Sam Raimi's back. I think um, I think his Spider Man films think, still uh, yeah. his Spider Man yeah. films still kind of uh, top the superhero genre, um, and I think you know if anyone can you know, do it well. I just hope that they don't do... I, I hope they do the multiverse right. I think there are two ways to do the multiverse. Um, you know, obviously you can have a lot of characters come into our world, which is like what Spider-Verse did, and I think that's perfect, because you don't have to... You don't have to explore these whole other worlds. You just focus on these characters, and at the end of the day, it's about the characters. Um, or you can go, like, into the multiverse, which is what Doctor Strange will seemingly be doing. And I just hope that they give everything a reason. Like, I hope that they don't... Like, wherever characters go, it has some sort of bearing on the plot and on the character um, emotions and motivations. Because I, I think that if you do what... So, CW's Crisis and in Infinite Earths, I loved that. I think, for the most part, it was great. However, it, it, it the multiverse stuff felt like it was just a whole lot of cameos. It was like, hey, remember this, remember this, remember this? And it... It wasn't always, like, connected to the characters or to anything else. So I just hope that Doctor Strange knows when to show a reference to something that we've already seen. And, you know, then when to show a reference to something actually important that will impact yeah. the characters. Uh, like, the, the importance of characters, like, um, like, don't make them into cameos, but, like, um, something that is more important to other universes. So, um... I haven't really discovered much on Multiverse of Marvel because um, there's not much about it. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's. It, I think DC's Multiverse spans much wider and um, more complicated, which which definitely. is good because it's more um, like over the top. Yeah, uh, what the heck is going on? But it's really fun. Like Crisis on Infinite Earth in comic form. It's great. Like, it if you want, like, a really um, interesting story of um, different worlds dying or, uh, like, heroes saving or dying, it, it is, like, a really good comic book. Um, it is. However, read it at your own pe peril, because it is, it's a mammoth of a story. It's a bloody, it, it's a Bible. It, 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 yeah, it, it has, is a Bible. It, it has Bible. everything. And when I say everything, I mean everything. Like, it, it's got every character. It's that you so easy to get confused. If you know DC from like Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Flash, it it does everything else. Like like Batman is barely in it, for example. Like, oh, yeah, but it, I was like, oh, it Batman really it really expands in such an insane way. Yeah, um, but like, uh, like of how uh, complicated it will be. For like Doctor Strange, ma uh, madness, multi uh, multiverse of madness, madness of multiverse, <laughs> call it madness of multiverse. Uh, so like of how, um, like the terms of like what is it going to be different, or is it going to be like some different worlds, or is it going to be like some evil form thing that's going through the multiverse, or are there different worlds that we can explore? Obviously, like some. The what if? Well, no. What the? Uh, I I think that maybe you know that what if series. Yeah, that will be after the madness of uh, 
No, it's coming. Multiverse of Madness. It's coming first. It's actually coming later on this year. Oh, right. Oh. Yeah. Because that would be an interesting thing to watch. Uh, and it will be the last time we heard of Chadwick Boseman. As well. It will be, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, so uh, our next one is um, Thor Love and Thunder. So, and uh, this is May 2022. It's going to... Uh, somewhat loosely adapt the Mighty Thor Jane Foster storyline from the comics, uh, and will be starring Christian Bale as Gore the God Butcher um, as the villain. Um, I think immediately, I think Ragnarok is great, I think Taika Waititi is great, but I don't really need to see another Thor film. Yeah. We've had three of them. Yes, it- and, yes, Endgame did take Thor in new interesting directions, but like, Especially since they're not gonna do the mighty. If you know, if you don't know the Mighty Thor story, basically Jane Foster has cancer, and every time she turns into Thor, it undoes the chemotherapy. So turning into Thor kills her slowly each time, and the moral kind of questioning of whether she should be doing this is very much at the centre. Uh, you know, like, the, the physical um, pain it gives her is at the centre of her story in the comics. And the fact that they have already even confirmed that they're probably not going to be doing this, just to me, kind of just doesn't really do anything. Like, I feel like you kind of have to have... A, you know, for a story like that, you're adapting so, like, from the comics. To not do the cancer storyline, for me, I just don't... That, I just not that, interested. That would be... Uh, very annoying because uh, why read like the cancer story it is quite powerful it is like, definitely that, it's very moving like of how they thought of like heroes of like um, uh, games thing that is very deadly to the world right and, exactly I've got um, I've got all seven Mighty Thor volumes and I've read four of them and, and I, do you recommend it so far definitely it's really right. really good like it's insane um, uh, and it you know, I, I think I think she is definitely one of my favorite Marvel heroes, just because of how society treats her. Like Asgardian society hates her, but she is like actually a good like. But but the fact that she is doing this at such a personal risk to herself, you know, makes her such an interesting character. Um, you know, it it kind of it, it takes the kind of the the moral responsibility of someone like Spider Man, and it takes it to this whole new level. <laughs> you know what's funny? Um, so when I was uh, okay, so twenty seventeen, I went to the French trip, and yes. uh, or twenty sixteen. I'll tell you both stories. So uh, this is quick. So I uh, twenty sixteen. Sorry, I went to Germany with school, and we went for a pit stop, and I saw. Uh, Marvel graphic novels in the German shop. <laughs> oh, I know where this is going. <laughs> yeah. So then, um, so but it was like names. It was like fully in English, like the the front and back. And we we didn't make, we make sure it wasn't in German. So then, uh, and then weirdly enough, it was next to the Playboy magazine. So. So you bought the Playboy magazine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like everyone was looking at the Playboy magazine, and I was like looking at the Marvel graphics. So I was like, huh. It's better than than that. Clearly, you didn't look at it very closely. And then I I bought it. It was sealed because you can't open it in the shop. Okay. Um. So then I opened it, 
and it was fully in German. <laughs> I remember I went to John's house and I was like, oh, you got a new Iron Man comic. I looked at it and I was like, John, this is in German. And he was like, I know. <laughs> I know. I bought it. <laughs> okay. And then another thing. Um, so French, uh, friendship. So this was on the way back. And then we, uh, thankfully we got to a pit stop. And then, um, so at the time I had the Mighty Thor, um, the first issue of it, I believe, and it oh, really? had the story of, uh, like, Thor of not having his hammer, but then it was Jane Foster that she has the hammer. Yeah. So, and then, but weirdly enough, there was no issue two in the shop that I was looking, but then there was the issue three, so then I read it, and then I was like, oh, it's Jane Foster, and then, yeah, <laughs> got kind of yeah. like... Yeah, no, I know, I know what you mean, I got, um, I got the first one, and then I got the third one, because... I couldn't. I didn't know there was a second one. It wasn't actually yeah. listed anywhere, and so I read the first one. I read the third one, and I was like, "It makes sense," but there's a little bit of a weird jump. Like, what happens to all this stuff? And then I got the third, the second one, and I was like, "Oh my god, that makes so much more sense now." Wait, did you get like the issues? No, I got the volumes. Um, oh, the volumes. Because there, there are uh, five. There are five Mighty Four volumes, um, but then there are two before that, which are uh, like. Um, they're Thor volumes, but they kind of, like, give, like, a, an introduction to the character itself. Remember, um, in 2019, we went to HMV, and I got that, I got a Beatles poster, and I got the yeah. nice and then La La I got DVD. my, uh, Batman Long Halloween. Yes, exactly, you did. Crazy how we can remember that. Uh, <laughs> that was a good day, I remember, of course I remember that. Yes, of course, we, uh, because that was comic book, uh, the comic book co convention that, uh, yes. That we looked around, and then there was the cars, and there was Transformers, there was the cars. And Bumblebee, Bumblebee, yeah, Bumblebee. Bumblebee, Bumblebee was there, and then there was like, yeah, that was a great time. Like we went to Waterstones, like properly looked for graphic novels and trying to find that unique story. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, what were, what were we talking about? It was about Thor. Uh, I'll move on to our next one, though. Our next one, as we've already kind of touched upon it when we were talking about WandaVision, is Black Panther 2. So um, this is July 2022, and this will not recast Cadric Chadwick Boseman and will instead explore the world of Wakanda and the rich characters from the first film. So I think the big question to ask is, what do you think that they should do if, if they're not going to... If they're not bringing back T'Challa, if T'Challa is is you know in, in some shape or form indisposed, what do you think that they should do? What what are your like kind of like? Um, well, maybe like um, the king. Uh, maybe um, maybe I think they should like say, oh, uh, Black Panther uh, T'Challa has um, gone. No, I don't know. No, that's quite hard to well, do. Really. Whatever they do, and um, I've heard this being thrown around that they do that if they replace T'Challa, they will do two Black Panthers, um, being Umbaku and Shuri, or not even Shuri. They could do um, uh, what is the name of Lupita Nyong'o's character? Uh, uh, her. His, oh, his, oh, the, the something tribe. Uh, yeah, his his love interest. I can't remember what he's, what she's called, but. Her uh, or Okoye or something. I think that there are loads of like interesting characters who I am in who who I you know I'm, I'm very intrigued to see being taken to new places. You know, um, and I hope they at least do it in some sort of sensitive way. 
Who knows? Some people said they might bring back Killmonger as a good guy. Weird decision, but sure. Um, why not, I guess. Uh, but yeah, what is her name? I have no idea. I think idea. it begins with an N. Uh, Alright, talk, talk, just talk, I'll, um, I'll Google it. So, uh, yeah, Black Panther, uh, yeah, it's gonna be, uh, Black Panther 2, it's gonna be, um, sad, because Chadwick Boseman, but, um, oh, it's nearly stopped snowing, um, it has been snowing non-stop. Uh, no, it's resuming. Just um, So, um, what else? Uh, hmm. Yeah, uh, but there was rumours that, um, there was others that are going to be, like, the Black, Black Panther, uh, so, yeah, it's going to be... Nakia! Her name's Nakia. Nakia, yes. <laughs> wow. Anywho, um, we'll, uh, we'll talk about our next one. This is... Captain Marvel 2. So this is, uh, so far has uh, a November t- 2022 release date. And this will bring in Miss Marvel from the TV show and Monica Rambeau, currently in WandaVision. Um, it won't be set in the past. It'll be set in the modern day. Um, it's a different director. It's it's uh, Naya DaCosta, who is a horror director. She's going to be directing Candyman, I think, uh, which is coming out later this year, This presumably. Um, but yeah, different directors from the first film. I don't know about the writer, but Brie Larson is back. Different characters are back. Um, I am actually fairly optimistic about this one. I'm not a huge fan of the first film. I just don't really think that it it, it does anything special. I think the ninth. I think like it it, it it same with Ant Man and the Wasp. But the point between Infinity War and Endgame, they don't explore the time of the snap at all, and it just baffles me. Um, so yeah, I wasn't a giant fan of the first one, uh, I mean, all I have to say is Nick Fury's eye got scratched out by a cat. A cat! A cat! Um, but yeah, I'm interested to see how they will bring in Monica Rambeau again as this older character who has experienced the events of WandaVision, or Miss Marvel, um, I'm excited for her TV show and I'm interested to see how they will do, um, her story in Captain Marvel 2, and I just want to see Captain Marvel go through some, any development, like... I want her to change as a person. Uh, what about you? Um, I don't know. Um, I mean, I watched the first Captain Marvel, and, uh, yeah, um, yeah, um, <laughs> I'm not too sure about it, because, um, but I, I, I'm, I'm happy to see what, what's gonna happen, so, yeah. Definitely. Um, yeah, not much to say about this one. I hope it's good, but um, I didn't really like the first one, and I'm not a giant fan of her character, so, you know. Um, uh, I hope that Brie Larson gets a chance to show her acting ability in a better way, because, you know, I haven't seen Room, but she did win Best Actress for that, so uh, I hope that she uh, does well. Okay, the next one is definitely the weirdest one, I think. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special, coming in 2022... Um, written and directed by James Gunn. Uh, what do you think of this? What the? That's weird. That's weird. Uh, okay. Um, holiday special. Um, <laughs> just trying <laughs> to process it. Um, so, James Gunn 
So, hey, let's make a Guardians of the Galaxy something um, film or yeah, let's make it to well, a film. I, I a think holiday. I think that the Guardians of the Galaxy characters are so they have so much fun in those films uh, with a lot of the source material. They, they, they you could do like a classic kind of like holiday story where it's like oh you know let's say that like. Star Lord and Drax have to go out to get the Christmas turkey or something like that, you know. Like, I think that you could have loads of fun with it, make it kind of like a heartwarming classic Christmas tale, give it a little bit of action. I think that it could be, you know, like fun. Yeah, quite fun. Um, but that would be quite um, interesting to uh, to see if it's a. Um, a holiday special, but um, we will have to wait two years for a holiday special. But um, no, one year actually. But um, yeah, yeah, it, it's twenty twenty one already. Yay! Um, only one year away. Uh, our next one is She Hulk. So this is uh, no release date as of yet. But Tatiana Maslany is going to be is cast as Jennifer Walters, She Hulk herself, um, and Mark Ruffalo is returning for the show. But not only is Mark Ruffalo returning. Tim Roth is returning as the Abomination, which, uh, similar to how I was excited about WandaVision at acknowledging Pietro's existence, I think it's so cool that we're going to get to see the Abomination again. I have a real soft spot for the Incredible Hulk. I think it's, apart from Avengers Assemble, it's my favourite representation of the Hulk, you know, of, of Bruce struggling with his um, condition and all that. And I think I think Tim Roth is a great actor. You know, you only have to watch Reservoir Dogs or um, Hateful Eight or, or any of the films that he's appeared in for Tarantino to know that he's great. And I'd love to see more of him. What do you think? Yeah, I'm excited. Is that it? <laughs> yeah, well, um, yeah, about like having a, a, a is that abom- abominations back and um, in the She Hulk series? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and uh, it's quite um, interesting to see uh, someone take the role of She-Hulk. And there was a weird news that Mark Ruffalo. Do you remember that weird news that he tried to uh, introduce someone into the MCU, but then yes. she said, "Oh no, no, I, I, I don't know." What yeah, talking. it was, it was, uh, it was confirmed by loads of sources. And Mark Ruffalo said, "Like, welcome to the MCU," and then she was like, "It's not me." And then it was her. So like. I don't know why she denied that. Yeah, that was a very weird statement to say. Like, oh no, it's not me. It's not. I promise, it's not me. (laughs) I'm not the imposter. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so our next one. This is one that is intriguing. So obviously, we knew that there was going to be a Nick Fury TV show, but now this is confirmed to be Secret Invasion. So this will be Nick Fury and Talos, so Samuel L. Jackson and Ben Mendelsohn, um, who are reprising his role from Far From Home and Captain Marvel. Uh, they will be going about, I guess, looking at, like, trying to find scrolls. See, uh, you've read Secret Invasion, right? Uh, it's Secret Invasion, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I thought it was alright. I thought, yeah, I think it's, I think it's pretty good. It's a little bit overrated, in my opinion. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I preferred. I mean... um, I pre- I much preferred uh, Secret Empire, uh, which is incredible, and that would be you know if Captain America was still in the MCU, that would be great to see him 
uh, as. Yeah. But I just thought that Secret Invasion would be so much better as an Avengers story, not necessarily well, a TV I show. I how much Secret, Inv- uh, uh, Secret uh, Empire is. Secret... I, it shouldn't be too too expensive. I think I got it for like £25 back when it was... It's quite a big one, though. It's quite a beefy comic, um, but it's one it's of my favourites. beefy comic. Do you, like, do you think it's like... Uh, like a really really good comic book to read. I do. It's one of my favorite Marvel ones. I think it's probably Ooh, my, it's, it's probably my quid. it's probably my it's fifty. No, fifteen. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I definitely definitely get it. It's definitely my favorite Marvel comic other than Civil War. Um, I'm just looking at the ones I've got. There are some good ones, but um, yeah, I think it's probably my favorite after Civil War, especially like in terms of the big scale events. Like obviously, I've read Civil War Two, Avengers vs X Men, Secret Invasion, Infinity Gauntlet, Infinity War, and Secret Empire is very better than most of those. Um, Infinity Gauntlet's really good though. Not Infinity War, I wasn't that as impressed with. Um, but yeah, I always thought Secret Invasion would be better as an Avengers film or just yeah, a just story with all the Secret Avengers Empire. in. Um, what? I just ordered Secret Empire, so oh, yeah, I'm excited to read that. So, Great. Yeah. Uh, I've oh my, I've oh my god I've got so many comics to read man like you have like, yeah I remember you were uh, like oh yes yeah, so I'm gonna read these comics like I gave you uh, Batman Damned yes. uh, right I've read that obviously that was I got that ages ago but yeah as of right now I have four five six seven uh, fourteen. 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28 comics to read. Bruh. Yeah. I know. Like, I, I've i got books to read this year. Oh yeah, I've got books to read too. Like, I'm swamped. Mm, like, uh, those books that I haven't read, but then I feel like, hmm, need to read them. Yeah, definitely. Uh, um... Alright, so our next one... I just got an email. Our next one. This is very, very strange. It is Ironheart. So they're going to be adapting the... um, Almost like the the young Iron Man. This is uh, a female uh, teenage Iron Man. Um, Dominique Thorne will be playing Riri Williams, who is the the female uh, young Iron Man. Um, I, oh, I, I don't want this for one very simple reason. We've had Iron Man in every corner of the MCU. He is mentioned in everything. They can't, they can't do anything without mentioning Stark or, or Iron Man or anything like that. And I was ready to move away from that. And I guess now they're doing it again. In the comics, Riri Williams has... Tony Stark as like an AI, so they could. This could be their excuse to bring back Robert Downey Jr. And I just think, yeah. I just don't think this. This is. I just don't think this interests me. What yeah, it's not really interesting to hear like the returning actors into something that we've already seen and what they've done. Um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, I just. Uh, I, I think, like, I think what what interests me a little bit more. Check out that segue for the for, is, is the next one, Armor Wars. So this is going to be about War Machine, and the premise is what happens when the Iron Man tech falls into the wrong hands. And I think that could be interesting. I think War Machine has been such a boring character since Iron Man 1, really. I don't think he's had that much interesting to do. And I think this is the opportunity to bring back the best character from Iron Man 2 altogether now, Justin Hammer. I think it'd be great to bring back Sam Rockwell. As Justin Hammer, I think. Oh uh, yes, just 
Hammer, the guy from Iron Man 2. Definitely. Yes. I think there's an opportunity to bring him back. I think you can have a lot of fun of this show, uh, make War Machine a better character, develop him a little bit. I think that would be great. What do you think? Yeah. You know, like, something to bring that, like, a fun character to bring back uh, and, and explore more. Because I feel like um, War Machine has been, like, a character that hasn't explored properly. Definitely. Yeah. Um, okay, so, uh, nearly, uh, our penultimate one is um, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. So, um, yeah, more Ant-Man and Wasp film. <laughs> so, Peyton Reed is back to direct this one. Um, he directed the last two. And Jonathan Majors, uh, who was in Lovecraft Country um, in 2020, has been, it has been confirmed to be Kang the Conqueror in the film. Um... What do you think? That, uh, Kang? Did you Kang, say Kang? yeah. Kang the Conqueror yeah. from the comics. Like, he's a time-traveling, um, villain, and, uh, yeah, that would be quite interesting to see, like, message up, message up something, um, but, yeah, so, we've got a time-traveling villain, so. Yeah, cool, I guess. Uh, again, I think it's a bit weird to happen in an Ant-Man film, and not in, like, an Avengers film. Yeah, um, because Ant-Man is about, like, very complicated, like being small, being big, or something like right, that. But exactly. then Kang being in an Ant-Man film, shouldn't this be in an, an Avengers film? Yeah, it, it feels like a little bit small, pun not intended, um, to do it in. And But maybe they'll set it up for the future, who knows. Yeah. Um, okay, so this is the last one, which is... This one kind of tears me apart. Fantastic Four. So they are doing Fantastic Four, they confirmed it. And it's going to be directed by John Watts, right? John yes. Watts made Homecoming and Far From Home. And I don't think that Homecoming and Far From Home are that good when it comes to Spider-Man content. I don't think they really understand a lot of the essence of the character. Um, and I think that, you know, I would love a Fantastic Four film done well. I think Fantastic was a travesty. I think the first two Fantastic Four, Four films are fine. They are, you know, like decent entertainment. But I think that, you know, they it deserves them to do it right. Uh, I hope that they... I'd love to see Doctor Doom again, um, again, but they have done Doctor Doom. What is that? Yeah. Um, I'd love to see Doctor, Doctor Doom again, but obviously they did Doctor Doom every time. Um, so maybe some, someone else. Yeah, like, there's, like, a lot of characters that Marvel decided to put out not exploring more, but, um, uh, the thing is that, like, they have to, um, go through a lot of characters, but then it's more complicated. Um, you know what I mean? You know? Yes. We have to go through, like, a series of stuff, and it has to be repetitive. Um, but if you do, like, an old thing together, that would be uh, great interesting to see. Yeah, I agree. Um, so that's that for upcoming Marvel projects. Um, you know, tell us what you thought in the comics, comments below, or that. Give us an email at astimefilmpod at gmail or DM us on, on Instagram or Twitter, you know, all that will be um, in the description and at the end. Um, let's move on to our weekly viewing segment. Um, weekly viewing segment. Talk to me, John. What have you viewed this week? Uh, what I've watched. Uh, so, this week, uh, I, um, watched The Princess Bride, the thing that you recommended me to watch. Yes, yes. It is hilarious. It like, is, isn't it? 
uh, like, the first thing that made me laugh really hard was, like, when I saw Adam Sandler just going out there. To hey, there's my little guy. Yeah, it's brilliant. Hey, there's a guy. <laughs> like, I couldn't stop laughing. It was, like, <laughs> so good to see him like that. It's like, hilarious. Yeah, like, uh, he's such an underrated actor. And then there was, like, so many familiar faces. And there was, like, one uh, weird thing, like, they put Finn. What? Well, well, Finn. Sort Finn of Wolfhard. Strange things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, the transition from that Jack Black and, uh... <laughs> Diego Luna. Yeah, like, from there, like, yes, I am Indigo Montoya. <laughs> and then it transitions to them going, oh. Uh. Like, <laughs> some of the performances are so funny. Like, you know when Javier Bardem is playing uh, Inigo Montoya? And he has, like, uh, a balloon sword, like, a foam sword, a baguette. Like, I think it's hilarious. Yeah. It's quite hilarious of how um, they done it at, at home and so I like oh and the, like the best thing like oh, the, the ending thing where you, where you said like they're having the fight like oh that that was great like seeing someone who is psychotic but like who is Indigo Montoya oh, yeah great. they they really you know they really have a passion for it and I think that is the best thing um, that you can have yeah and um, and. They they did a really good job of entertaining people, which I agree. this is so much better than like what uh, like people thought about the Imagine thing. That oh my god, the Imagine video! It was horrible. It was horrible, man. Oh god, that was the word. Did you watch it? No, I I, no, I, oh. I was deaf. I didn't hear it. Oh my god. Oh mate, anyone who hasn't watched the Imagine video, good. It's honestly the most cringeworthy thing. Let me hear a snippet. Um, no. Imagine. No. Um, I will. I will hang up on you. I will fire you as the co-host of the pod. This has got one point one million views, and uh, oh, celebrities singing. Imagine, but there's a whole band. Oh. No, you uh, need the you need the uncut version. It's horrible. This was ten months ago. Right, let's see. Ten months ago. Oh no! Oh <laughs> god! Oh god! I'm looking at the comments. This is m- worse than YouTube Rewind. No! And then the other one said, "Well done, boys. We did it. We stopped poverty." <laughs> <laughs> and then there's like, another one. This is the most. This is the probably the most unintentionally condescending video I ever seen. <laughs> oh god! And then oh, okay, one more, one more. Oh god, there's one comment it says here. Mm-mm. Another example of how useless and irrelevant Hollywood celebrities are. Oh dang! It's, oh, it's horrible. It's, it's, it literally makes me want to vomit. It's it's disgusting. Oh god! All right. Um, it's better to hear without. It's better to hear on mute. You know what I mean? Like, uh, <laughs> oh person, no, I... you need to hear the sound. That's the whole point. Like, don't turn the sound on. I swear to God. Oh god! Right. I'll listen to it today oh, with like good, with, good luck. I'm gonna have my cringe armor with me. I'll have my cringe armor. John, make sure there are no sharp objects near you when you listen to it because okay. it makes okay. you want to. <laughs> like, I mean, I've been to some. I've been to a lot worse. I mean, I've been to like pain, um, depression, and. All those times that we've been through in lockdown. I hope this, this doesn't make it worse. <laughs> well, I mean, 
I really can't say. Okay, so I <laughs> so, so I, I watched a um, I watched a film. I mean, that is obviously I did. Um, uh, what film? It's called Inside Lewin Davis. Wait, uh, say that again. Inside Lewin Davis. Oh, that's the film I've been wanted to watch for five years. Right. I can't, I can't get it anywhere. Where did you watch it? <laughs> I, I, I really can't say. <laughs> I watched it on a totally legal website. Thank you. <laughs> um, uh, so this is a Coen Brothers film, uh, and it stars... Wait, this is a Coen Brothers film? <clears throat> yeah. I didn't know this. <clears throat> yeah. What the heck? It's a, it's a Coen Brothers film, and it stars uh, Oscar Isaac, uh, along with... A smattering of others: Carrie Mulligan, um, Justin Timberlake, Adam Driver, um, uh, John John Goodman. Quite a few, quite a few actors, recognizable actors, show up. It is just a really, really great story about the repetitive nature of life and about about um, the monotony of being of achieving the you, you know achieving your dreams when everyone else around you is trying to do the same thing and um it's like la la land if la la land was set in the 60s and depressing like oh. i wouldn't say it's a really dark film i think it's it's fairly light-hearted and, and it's an e it's not a difficult watch but it's like it's like la la land without any optimist uh, without any optimism it's all about pessimism and oscar isaac is great you know, I think he's a wonderful actor, um, and you know, it's great seeing him in other roles. And I've seen many, many, many Coen Brothers films. I actually watched uh, Burn after reading because you recommended it to me. Um, yeah, well, um, so, um, so like, what was like um, <laughs> the actors? Were they? I don't uh, think you was, heard was me, John. Like, any good relationship, like character interaction? Was that like yes. anything that? Well, Lewin Davis, the character is is a very, um, as I said, like cinema, cynical, pessimistic guy. So the character interactions are good, but they have this kind of era of sadness. And I was just saying, even though you didn't hear me, I watched Burn After Reading as well because you recommended it. Yeah. What yeah. do you think? It's great. I thought it was great. Um, yeah, I loved it. I loved right, it from okay. start to finish. I was like yes. watching it in lockdown, and when I was hilarious. When I was younger, at my grandma's house, I used to watch Mamma Mia all the time, right? And on the DVD, there was the trailer for Burn After Reading. And can I just say, it might be the greatest trailer I've ever seen, but I've never known what the film is until now. What the heck? Yeah, I never knew what the what the 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 name was for that film until right now. What else have you watched this week? Um, so, I watched, um, yeah, there's a film that I haven't discussed, um, that I watched, uh, it's, uh, it's called The Unusual Suspects. Oh, yeah, right, okay. Brian Singer. So, uh, so, it's got the, disgrace Kevin Spacey, the, 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 the Kevin Spacey know what he did. I know Kevin Spacey, I think we all do at this point. Yeah, anyway, so. Uh, let's forget. Let's let's. Uh, so, you want to choose, uh, you want to respect. Um, so it is like on my one hundred movies bucket list to watch. Oh right, yeah. Uh, uh, and it's a it's a it's a good film. It's a great film to watch. Um, but not not the best. But it's a really good really good film. Like um, like it goes through uh like two uh p people that uh, that have witnessed uh, or um 
like seen something that happened. So, or so it falls on Kevin Spacey's uh, character who is uh, a, a cripple. That's what everyone's saying in the film. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, so he tells the police officer what the uh, what this people doing or doing that. And um, the, 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 it's quite it's quite interesting, but it goes on a bit too long. But like, no, no, I'm not like the, the film's quite good. Like, it's not too long to watch, but like, it stretches the story a bit too far. Like, oh, they did they, they did this, they did that, they did that. Oh, they did they do that, and then, oh, that's the guy's face. Oh no, no. So it it is kind of a bit far stretch. Like they want to add more stuff into it but then the ending is what makes the the film really good like oh what the like it's just like makes you uh think about the film differently yes uh, well I, uh, I actually know the ending because um it was a parodied in scary movie or scary movie 2 or something like that so i know the ending of the film uh, because of that yeah i hate when parody movies decide to sponsor oh, oh shawshank redemption Oh my god! I knew the ending of that from every bloody film with a prison in ever. Uh, I haven't seen any of those parodies, so haha, jokes on you. Have you seen Shawshank uh, Redemption like... though? I'm sure. No, no, but have you seen Shawshank Redemption? Oh, of course. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Just wondering. Okay. Uh, tell me about uh, the film that you watched this week, or sometime you watched. Get Out. Yeah, right. So I watched it. I did watch it this week. Um, Get Out. Uh, it was um, so never seen it before. Uh, I kind of knew what it was about. So I didn't. I didn't know anything other than I knew that it was about. Um, it was about race. I knew that there was a you know, and there was a promise that, uh, that there was one black guy in front of loads of white people. Um, and, and I knew that was kind of like a part of the premise. And watching it, um, I think horror movies. You know then the, the generally good at getting your blood pumping, you know, like they make you nervous and uncomfortable. This film made me so very uncomfortable and, and, you know, it is messed up. It, it's like, very messed up. And yeah. in such a be- in such a beautiful way, I, I think, um, you know, like I, I love it when stuff like that tackles these real issues in such a, um, in such a mad way. I think it, it gets to a point where it is so, heart destroying I can't even say heartbreaking it it destroys you but then it I got another email I'm so popular today um unlike uh, us <laughs> please email in uh, but yeah it, it doesn't um, yeah, it, so it 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 it, 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 it builds to a point where it becomes so satisfying and I got so like and the satisfying it remind it, the satisfying conclusion reminded me of something like Inglorious Bastards where oh, I was yes, so yes, I was so happy of what was happening but then it took a turn and if you if people have seen it, I'll just say the police car, right? The police car at the end. I said out loud, "No way!" Like there was no way that they would have done that. And yeah, same. And, and the direction yeah. they took it made me actually like I am like surprised I didn't just wet myself. Like I I was so relieved and shocked and all this stuff. And and it ends on such an interesting like perfect note. And everything the film says is amazing. You know, it makes me want to. It makes you want to watch Jordan Peele's other film, Us. Um, but yeah, it, it's yeah. brilliant and heartbreaking, and and just a real uncomfortable watch. And yeah. I, I thought it was brilliant. Yeah. So like, 
everyone was like recommending Get Out for me. I was like, oh, okay, uh, I'll watch it. So then I watched it on a Sunday night, and it was like 2019, and it was like set in the mood. Like sometimes you want to watch uh, films that you want to watch in the dark or something that you want to like chill or something. And yeah, I watched it. I was like, what the heck is like? It's so messed up. Like. I was scared up, like, from my seat, just like, what is, what is this? This is so messed up. I was, like, walking down the room. I was like, yo, this is crazy. Like, I was drinking my Diet Coke and just like, yo, this is some good stuff right here. It really is. Yeah. It's got some Uh, incredible performances as well. Like, Daniel Kaluuya in it is amazing. But I also want to give a, um, you know, props to Lakeith Stanfield, who plays uh, Logan. You know the guy who is um, at the party? The other black guy in the party is the best way I can kind of describe him without spoiling it. Do you know who I mean? Yeah, I know. And then he, uh, he has such a reserved and kind of like fractured performance. And there's a moment where there's a flash on the camera. And yeah, he goes, no, get out! Yeah, that is literally incredible. Like, yeah, what they do like, is, is wonderful. You know, something that is so, uh, like, so old, like, you know, like, that kind of, like, white, you know, you know what I mean? Like, yes. So, yeah, something it's, like that. So, great. like, go from that to something that he's so scared, and, like, you need to get out, like, that is, like, it, that's a sign for you that you need to get out. Just, just get out. Definitely. Yeah. I, I thought it was... What a film, I guess. Um, yeah, I, I love I love films like that that don't go too far. It was one of the films that I think, for example, it's very much like Hereditary, but I thought Hereditary oh, went a little. Yeah. I thought Hereditary went yeah, a little bit I, too far I, at the end. I don't think uh, that went. I don't think it went far at all. Get out! I thought it went perfectly, and yeah, I thought it was excellent. Yeah, like I watched Hereditary. I mean, it, it's okay. Yeah, it's all right. It's very overrated. I think. Um, so it's very I think like, due to that, not- I think due to Hereditary, I've kind of been avoiding Midsummer. Uh, but I think after Get Out, it does make me think I should definitely watch Us. Yeah, like I wanted to watch Us, but I didn't get a chance to. So I'm pretty excited to watch it because it looks pretty freaky. So it does, yeah, yeah. Right. So, um, uh, have you watched anything else this week? Um, I think that would be it, really, because great. Uh, I've been working hard on my <laughs> wink wink project. Wink um, wink nudge nudge. Yes. Good stuff. Yeah. Um. I have also. Been, I I've been trying to. I, I've I've had so many like scripts that I'm. You know, like that I'm trying to get to like an actual like place. But it's. I will say like it's difficult to get like proper like scripts done. Um. I feel like. But yeah. Um. Thank you for watching, everybody. Thank you for uh, watching, thank you thanks. for listening, all of that jazz, um, we're on 22 episodes now, our Mulan video recently hit 3,000 views, which is insane, thank you so much, I couldn't tell you how much that means to us, um, uh, I don't know why the Mu- I don't know why it's Mulan that's done so well, um, but you know it is, if you want to get in touch with us, you know, we as we say, we'd love to get interactions from you guys, you can email us at, as at aspersoundfilmpod at gmail, or you can, um, you know, give us a follow or, or you know, um, tweet at us or DM us on twi- Twitter or Instagram, both at aspersoundfilmpod. I am at Tom the Bodden on Twitter. Yeah, I am comedyjohn42 on Twitter. Great, um, and, and yeah, um, 
you know, thank you for, you know, all all, all support and, and all, all watching. Hope you can all keep safe. You know, uh, vaccines are going out and all that stuff. So hopefully the, the end of the tunnel is on the horizon. Um, <clears throat> next week, we don't know what we'll be doing. We might, we might, I don't know. I can't say what we do Wonder Woman 1984. That's up to John. Um, uh, because yeah, it, cause I, it is, it is I, 50, it's 15 quid to rent and you just spent 15 quid on Secret Empire. So, um, yeah, I mean, like, uh, yeah, so I just want to, like, <clears throat> make sure it comes out, like, on a very reasonable pro- reasonable price to watch, like, in, like, cinema goers. Yeah, like, I, I thought I thought Wonder Woman 1984 was better than a lot of people did. However, it's not worth £15. I think, you know, the Snyder Cut will be worth £15, but not Wonder Woman. The <laughs> Snyder Cut is four hours long. Yeah, that's but definitely worth it. About, like, like mm. in terms of, like, hours and content. <clears throat> yeah, uh, definitely. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, um, I think that's it, it for us this week. Um, you know, thanks for listening. I hope you all stay safe out there. Anything else to say, John? Yeah. Uh, wash your hands. Wash your Social hands. Social distance. Social distance. And uh, wear, wear a mask. Bored. Enjoy the snow. <laughs> if you also, if it's snowing near you, as it is near us, is it still snowing? Uh, there is snow. The snow has stopped, but it's still snowing on the ground. Um, so yeah, uh, I guess without further ado, take what you're given. Give nothing back. Goodbye. Bye.